Hello and welcome back to another episode here on Thriving Grace. Um, if you haven't already checked out our last few podcasts, at the moment we are in the middle of a series called I Am dot 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 and last week we actually took a bit of a break to talk about gossip and everything so if you haven't checked them out already and then we're going to jump back into our I Am series but before we do we have to stick with the tradition of Abby's question. My question, my question of the week. My question of the week this week oh, I'm is, nervous. no, this one's a good one, is what is your snack of the week? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you, thank oh. you. I'm a big snack fan, so this one's close to my heart. We know that, we know. Oh, I think you should go first. You've had more time to think. Yeah, okay. My snack of this week is salt and vinegar snacker jacks. You know, okay. the rice cakes. So yeah. good. I literally just had a packet before we did this. And mm, yummy. I that love them. Is, yeah, that's a strong choice. I mustn't lie. I mustn't lie. I sound like I'm a Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. I've never had a snacker jack. What? Ever? No, I've never had one. Whoa. I don't really, like, I'm quite a crisp purist. I don't really like any mm. sort of flavour other than ready salted, unless it's like a oh, cheese right, puff okay. or something. Um, but, yeah, fun fact. But they do have never some really jack. nice chocolate ones. I have seen them, and I would be tempted. I'm trying to think what would mine be, because I've kind of stopped the snacking this oh. week. I think you mentioned them in your Instagram post that you put on Sunday Sunday I think it's got to be the crunchy M&Ms I've oh, been loving them this week I love them I, they're so good they're just so Moorish they are they're Poor so word. good Moorish mm, that, is, that word describes them perfectly mm-hmm. yeah so diving in back in to our I am series if you haven't listened to the ones before make sure you do yeah but I'll quickly explain when we were thinking about um what to call our podcast one of the suggestions we had was I am because that is how God reveals himself to Moses in the burning bush and because of who he is we want to explore who are we yeah who am I so this week's I am phrase is drumroll please <laughs> Um, I am flawed yet still worthy Mm, Amen Amen. Mm. So I'm going to throw out a question straight away Yeah Um, Has there ever been a time where you feel Where you felt that you weren't worthy of God's love? What a question Ellie Mm, I'm sorry I'm throwing you a deep end yeah that's a deep question to start off with we've mm. gone from snacks to that as well. <laughs> um, that's how we do it that is how we do grace. it it's the extremes um i'd say for me the times where i haven't felt worthy of god's love is where almost i haven't felt worthy of my own love and i haven't kind of been loving myself how i should be and then I kind of project that onto like, then if I can't even love myself, no one else can kind of thing. Um, but then also, I think my main one is classic comparison of mm. like comparing yourself. Thief to, of joy. Yeah. Amen. Um, comparing myself to like other Christians being like, 
that whole spectrum of like how much God loves everyone and like thinking he must love them so much more because they literally read their bible 50 times a day and they're doing all of this great stuff Mm. and I'm literally doing nil poor um (laughs) and so then I'm like so he can't love me that much but actually that's not true untrue yeah so I'd say that's how it is for me yeah yeah um I think it's interesting like how actually your like perception of if you're worth God's love came comes from yourself I think for me actually it'd be from other people Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily like specifics Um, yeah sometimes it's just like the media like how they tell you that you're not worth enough or um, just in relationships where people have treated you like um, you're not actually worth you know a certain level of respect or love Um, and for me it was probably that um, like reflecting people's like the media or people's um kind of the way they've treated me and reflecting that onto God um and thinking that's actually um how he treats me and if you know some person who is also you know what we call a sinner um Mm. can't like love me that well then clearly God who is you know this divine being who you know he has no imperfections like how can he love me Mm. someone that you know has all these imperfections Mm. um so that was definitely where I felt that yeah but looking on a positive note positive a more positive note (laughs) um how did you come out of that and start to focus less on the flaws and more on Mm -hmm. the truth of God's love yeah I'd say for me it was a tricky one because I've always been a Christian, always grown up in a Christian home and everything. So I've always like known obviously the story of Easter and everything. But I think mm. there's a difference between knowing the story and accepting the story. And I think for me, so what true. changed it was almost accepting grace and how I began to focus less on the flaws was focusing more on God's love and mm. remembering the idea that the past is only a place of reference and not a place of residence. Oh. Um, And that idea that, I think just remembering that it isn't Jesus or or God being like, okay, Abby, look at all this stuff that you've done. Look at all this stuff that Mm. your flaws, that it's the devil who says that. But I think the one true thing to always remember is Jesus says, look at the cross and just remember why and remember the reason that I went onto the cross in the first place and the reason that God sent his son to go onto that cross um he loved us so much that he didn't want us to feel like we were flawed and he didn't want us to remember those flaws will be I'll have to carry them um remembering as well the verse in Hebrews 10 verse 17 which says their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more and just that sense Mm -hmm. that God doesn't even remember them it's literally like it happens and he just like forgets it because he's like yeah I still love you um which I think is hard to kind of understand because as people if Ellie did something that was awful I probably wouldn't be like wait what was that like straight after I wouldn't be like don't remember kind of thing so it's kind of hard to understand that, but it's because he has so much more love for us than ever we have for someone that it's hard to accept, but it's just being like, 
I don't really know what that looks like, but I know it's how it is. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, just like, trying to accept grace is the way that it changed and being like, every time I felt that way, being like, why am I trying to pay for something that Jesus has already paid for? Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so good. I really liked what you said about how actually, you know, our flaws are kind of created by the enemy. And um, it kind of reminds me in Isaiah 59 verse 2. It says, your iniquities have made a separation between you and God. Mm. And actually, God never intended for us to be separated from him in any yeah. way. Um, and actually bringing our flaws and our iniquities and our sins, whatever you want to call them, mm. um, bringing them to him and being like, this is what I've done and I don't like yeah. it, but I want to be with you. And mm. by bringing that to him, you remove that separation and the enemy doesn't win. Yeah. Um, so I think that is really an important part um one of the ways that I feel like I kind of personally overcame this and um, was just kind of spending time with people that um kind of focused on showing God's love yeah. I think one of the ways that we can experience the love of God and we're called to experience the love of God is through his followers and by loving one like each other mm. and also personally because if a person made you feel unworthy actually mm. it takes a field of people to make you feel yeah. worthy again and actually it should only take god but sometimes we do need things that mm. seem more tangible to us and like i found it really helpful that when i was in a community of people that just loved me so well um i started to feel yeah more worthy of it and actually mm. to expect that from my heavenly father rather yeah. than how other people had perceived yeah. it if that makes mm. sense yeah i love that um but also like just educating ourselves on like knowing that the authority is ours like we mm. god wants to give us his love like actually just to know that and to truly yeah. know that it takes so much time to truly know that yeah um but that is just one of the times to like meditate and educate ourselves over god's word of how much he loves us even yeah. just by reading like the passion narrative over and over again mm. um that, that would definitely work um, so what would you say to someone that can only see their flaws and do not believe they're worthy <sighs> so many things <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of the things I'd say is that I think there's this whole idea in society that in friendships and in life people will only accept you if you're a certain way and like certain mm -hmm. people will kind of pick people for certain things but that is like totally opposite of what God's like he just longs for us to come to him and to just be as we are and he doesn't want us to do like try and fix ourselves and be like okay let me work on this before going to God and then once I'm fixed then I can go to him like yeah. that's not what he wants he no. doesn't care about that stuff but he also longs to be able to be with us in that time of kind of like fixing ourselves if we need to mm. do that kind of thing and we it is kind of that thing of like if I can just fix myself and make myself be more lovable for him then I can go to him but then it's like yeah. the reasons that we think that we're unlovable we can't fix them because no. we're always gonna think that and it's only him who can tell us otherwise kind of thing so there's no point waiting around for this idea of him forgiving us or anything when he already has. Yeah. We don't even need to wait for it. 
Um, just step into it yeah exactly so I'd say that was like one thing for sure just like Mm. really retreating to him and actually just filling yourself with what he says over what anyone else says yeah it's that whole idea of like there is literally nothing you can do to make God love you Mm. less yeah but there's nothing you could do to make him love you more because he's just always at optimal love for you yeah yeah Um, yeah I love that um I think I would I'd probably really stress like how much God loves you like it's actually Mm. so incomprehensible like it's crazy um and like I think I had like a little bit of a breakthrough this Easter I think it was the first Easter in my like 20 years that I really realized how I agree actually crazy that is like how like like I was thinking I was like Mm. actually I deserve to be on that cross like he never he was never meant to be there he mm. was never meant to be there. I was the person that was meant mm. to be there and instead he went no sorry yeah. I'm not having my daughter on that cross yeah. I will do it instead mm. um and that's just kind of crazy crazy love um yeah so yeah but I think practically one of the things that I would say is like just find out like start by finding out more about the one who loves you um in ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 it says for by grace you have been saved through faith faith and this is not your own doing it is the gift of god and it just kind of shows that it's so much less about who you are and so much more about who you are we kind of said this last week but actually we were made in god's image and like the more you fall in love with him and who he is and how he loves the more that you actually kind of find that worth in yourself Mm. because you were made in his image yeah um so yeah just finding out more about the one who loves you Mm. um i love that yeah yeah i agree i think as well what you were saying about um that it was jesus on the cross because he wanted to take our place even though it should have been us is there's a verse in matthew 9 which is verse 12 to 13 that says on hearing this jesus says it is not healthy the healthy who need a doctor but the sick but go and Mm. learn what this means i desire mercy not sacrifice for i have not come to call the righteous but sinners and just that sense that like jesus didn't come for us and god didn't send send jesus down to come for us because we have it all together like that's not the reason god was like they need some help i'm gonna send my son kind of thing and we don't literally as it says like we don't go to the doctor once we get better we go Mm. when we're still ill or sick or something so why do we wait around to kind of like before going to him and it's the same with god of just you don't need to get yourself better to go to jesus because he does that for us um and he just wants to be in that place with us and even if it's this thing of like it could take such it could be like this long journey of like exploring what God says about that situation or something. But actually he just wants to be there th- through that. And I think that's one thing that I've definitely learned of like, even if it's something that can't change overnight or like mm-hmm. in five minutes, he just wants to be there. And it's like, he just wants us to rest in him and be still in him. Um, yeah. And I think also when you're talking about how he just like, wants to be in that place with you Mm. I was thinking like in any relationship or friendship like take ours for example like yeah we've had like I very much treasure like the highs of our friendship like the fun things that we've done the 
you know, sitting in a tent and playing tropical music, <laughs> yeah. if you know that story, you know. But actually where our friendship has grown the most has been when we've been together and journeying through the really yeah. hard parts, like all the phone calls of like mm. being upset. All the voice like notes. <laughs> all the voice notes. We are such voice note girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, but that's where our friendship's actually really grown. And if you want to, like, if you see that with Jesus times mm. so much yeah. more, he just wants to be in that place with you because that's yeah. where your relationship with him can grow yeah. and he can really kind of, you know, show his hand in those hard times. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah sure. And also, um, if have you seen Jefferson Bethke's video? It's called, oh, what's it called? Why I Hate Religion but I love the church or something like that. Why I hate religion, but I love Jesus. It's something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Have something. you seen it? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's so good. Honestly, go watch it. But it is just, it's a spoken word and it just really talks about how, even though we are, it's literally, I am flawed, but yeah, I'm still mm. worthy. And in it, it says, um, church is not a museum of good people, but it's a hospital for the broken. Mm. Um, and I just feel like, you know, if you are in a place, um, actually church is is the best community to have. Mm. It's the best people to be like in God's presence is the yeah. best place you can be. Because like you said, you don't go to a doctor before, mm. like after you're sick, you go when you are sick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 100% agree with you there. Yeah. I think as well, it is just that idea, like as you said about, literally says it in the title, Ford, but still worthy. And, like, he already knows. I think my thing that I've got caught up in is being, like, sometimes I think that God doesn't actually realise how flawed I am. <laughs> and that sense of, like, I can keep this kind of... I can keep this a secret. Under like, he doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. But I can just tell him this thing, and this means he'll still love me. But I'm, like, he still sees that, and he still loves mm. me just the same. Um, yeah. And he knew that time and time again that we'd all mess up and everything. Yeah. but he still just wanted us to know how much he loves us just going back to that story and going back to the cross and actually yeah. knowing not why he did it as a whole but also why he did it for you I think that's the thing because I think what where as you said like this year was the first year that you kind of been like whoa for me I felt that too of like this is the first year that I was actually like this is crazy like and truly like accepted it a bit more than just kind of read the, reading the story year on year out I know why he did it because I've heard the story so many times and I know why he's done it for everyone but it was like you'd hear it for everyone but I didn't know how it, it kind becomes of was. personal yeah yeah I like became like this is for you too Abby and it was like it took me until um 18 years to really accept that but yeah 100% and I think so many people's response to you know people being like oh have you heard about Jesus like Mm. so many people's response is oh but only if he knew what I did if he knew what I was like if he knew what I did mm. so long ago um if he knew what I did last Tuesday like, he like, does <laughs> like hun he already does yeah. and that does not change if he you know he still knows that but you know what he went to the cross knowing that you would do that last mm. Tuesday and he would still do it again yeah um, even literally the day before in the last supper before Jesus died he literally knew Judas was gonna betray him but he still loved him and he still looked him in the eye and told him that he loved him and I think it's just like so amazing and it's really hard to understand because we're not as forgiving and as loving as he is but 
literally just read the story because it's all there and yeah. we're just relaying it to you but it's amazing yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like you know Christians can quite often get a bit of a bad rap for being a bit persistent yeah but it's like it's like oh but only if you, if you knew. knew like there's a reason knew, yeah yeah and like it's like people say you know if someone's sick say I, I had a mm. illness and you had an illness and I had found the drug for it I would be so selfish to not share it with you yeah um and so I guess that's what we're kind of doing yeah yeah that's so true I think that is such a good analogy I I can't claim it I don't think I don't know where I heard it from but not me (laughs) there was I can't remember where I heard this from but I'm gonna share it because it's so good someone I heard this in a talk a while ago that sense that Judas followed Jesus for three years like literally side by side next to him and still messed up Mm, 2020 we haven't been physically with Jesus he knew that we were going to mess up but he still got on the cross anyway and I think that's the thing that was we're hearing that a few months ago was the thing that made me get it of like he knew that we weren't going to mess up but he still did it anyway it's just understanding that and being like he knew that we were going to be flawed and he did it anyway because we are still worthy Amen. Good note to leave that. That was good. Yeah. Good little lasting thought. Thank you for listening. Yes. Um, We are planning to next week give you some little lockdown insights Mm -hmm. and how we've been getting through. So make sure you come back next week for that one and to keep updated with everything that we're doing. um, Follow us on Instagram at thrive.in.grace. Yes. Yes, we have lots of things going on over there. We have we post a thought a week and then a li- and a little encouragement, which yeah. this week, if you didn't check them out, they were dealing <laughs> with disappointment and finding joy, which yep. are great things for at the moment in lockdown. Yeah, to read and but, obviously yeah. there'll be another tea this week coming up. So go check yeah. them out. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>